morning. Today is Thursday, the ninth day of Tavis, and for today's daily dose, we will be summarizing the daily Tanya. We are in the seventh chapter of Tanya, which is a fascinating chapter. In this book, up until now, we've introduced the idea that this world at its core is godly. It's godly energy. The problem is that that reality is concealed from us. And we call this thin peel, this thin layer that conceals the truth over everything in this world, klipa. Literally, that word klipa means a peel or a husk. It's because of the klipa in the world that we don't sense Hashem with our naked eyes. Or we don't sense the godly purpose intuitively in every item. When we see someone else, we see their body. We don't necessarily sense their soul. And beginning with us, we identify so often with the more animalistic tendencies inside of us, which stem from the animal soul that serves as a klipa over the godly soul. So chapter 7 now introduces a very novel idea that within this world of klipot, there are actually two categories. There is the worse, the harsher form of klipa, and that is associated with those things that are prohibited in Torah or evil in general. And those things are off limits. Those things are things we are not supposed to access. In fact, the way that we can have an impact and elevate that item is specifically from staying away from it. If we try to interact with it, not only will we not elevate it, but it will actually schlep us lower because this is a form of klipa that is inaccessible. Other than in an instance where someone does chuva, but that is a subject for another matter. That is the first category of klipa. Those are the things that the Torah tells us are not allowed. And the very fact that the Torah says that an item is not allowed is in and of itself an indication to us it's not worth our while to engage with it. It will only schlep us lower. But then there is the second category, which is called klipat noga, otherwise known as shiny klipa or transparent, translucent klipa. And one way of looking at it is just like with a fruit, you can have a very thick husk or shell, and then you can have a fruit like a grape, in which, yeah, there's a peel, but that peel is so thin, it's almost translucent, you can almost see the flesh peering out in front of it. And those would be so many things in the world where although it's not expressing its godly purpose intuitively, although it's not shouting out, I have a creator, I have a holy mission, it is very easily able to be elevated for the good. Any item that is technically kosher, any food item, when we pick it up and we say a bracha, a blessing over it, or we utilize it for a good purpose and we're mindful of while we are eating it, we've now taken that item and peeled off the klipa and now kicked a goal. We've taken that item and kicked it into the realm of kedusha, into the realm of holiness. Or if we take technology and we're now using it for a mitzvah, using it for a, a purpose, now we are elevating it. Conversely, if we are not controlling it, but it controls us, we have not taken it higher. It's actually schlepped us lower, and it sinks deeper into the realm of Kalipa. In a sense, this is the majority of the world. There are those things that are already holy. We'll call that white. There are those things that are already evil, prohibited. We'll call that black. But then there is so much of the world that we occupy, which is gray. And it's such a powerful spiritual takeaway. We humans, who we ourselves are made up of both a godly soul and an animal soul, being that we have both aspects inside of us, we are the arbitrators of all these items in the world, whether or not we will elevate it to the realm of Kedusha, holiness, or whether, God forbid, the opposite will happen and it will sink us lower. Think of that. 
next time you hold a fruit in your hands. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.